This is Lon Winters with Graphic Elephants. This is Jimmy Lamp. This is Matt Masala with the RhinestoneWorld.com. And you're listening to the Two Regular Guys Podcast. And you are listening to the Two Regular Guys Podcast. Podcast. Hosted by... My name is Terry Combs RG. Regular Guy. And Aaron Montgomery. We're just regular guys having fun and uh, trying to, to make a living in this really cool and exciting industry. I think we all want to succeed 100% of the time seek to understand before I try and make myself understood. Bring a ton of great information. Coming to you live from somewhere dark, dirty, and dank. All right, welcome to the show. It is Friday, July 7th, 2023. Aaron, I'm going to put my heels down and slow this year down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, if you could just <laughs> yank on it a little bit for us. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm Terry Combs, and you can find me at terrycombs.com. And I'm Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me over at OurSuccessGroup.com. Uh, Terry, today we've got Lauren Kilgore going to be joining us. Uh, she's got a uh, business called Handmade Sellers University, and uh, as the name <laughs> says there, Sellers, uh, she's going to be joining us to discuss selling online. Um, she, she's an expert in a lot of things, and, and I've really enjoyed getting to know her. Um, but she's got a ton of experience to help people build their Etsy stores and and just on other online platforms. So we're going to we're going to talk about that today and she's going to leave us with some tips to master online selling and obviously we'll have a little fun along the way which we always do. <laughs> it's our thing. <laughs> yeah, it is our thing. So uh, we've got some people already checking in this morning, uh, Terry, so that let's let's welcome in some of the regulators here. So if you are joining us and you're new to the show and uh, you become a regular listener, you become a regulator. Thanks to uh, Christine Shreve for coming up with the name. And <laughs> we love our regulators. So uh, Darren uh, was early on this morning, said hi, fam. So hopefully he's uh, able to tune back in. We've got Jerry. Good morning. And uh, Todd from Fat Dad Wholesale joining us. And uh, Barb from North Central Minnesota tuning in. Um, and Chuck, good morning, fellas. We're, we're just flying here, Erica. We got Rena saying good morning, Aaron and Terry. Looking forward to today and your special guest. Yeah, I, I would say I have uh, Rena to thank for getting to meet Lauren. So uh, that, that's uh, um, appreciate that, Rena. So we'll just leave it at that. Um, so we, yeah, we're we're excited to have this conversation here today. But uh, we do have a little news segment, Terry. So uh, should we go ahead and dive into that? Yeah, let's hear the news. All right. Well, whenever you're ready, Eric. Morning, gentlemen, regulators. Thank you very much for having me. Today's news is unfortunately pre-recorded thanks to the big service windows of local contractors. So let's dive right in. Master Italia, the parent company of Atlantis Headwear, announces Federico Pacini and Elisa Pavon as a, to its board of directors. Pacini went all acts as the vice president of Atlantis Headwear. Pavan is the product and sustainability manager for the company. In other news, Curbside Apparel is a new screen printing company that joins the Homeless Alliance of Oklahoma City's growing list of social enterprises that aim to help people experiencing homelessness. The new company is providing program participants with new job skills so they can transition out of homelessness. Community members and organizations already have been connecting with the new company to meet their printing needs that include custom t-shirts, posters, and other items created at Curbside Apparel Shop. The enterprise has also created a magazine with some goals of lifting people out of homelessness. So although this is slightly tongue-in-cheek, I'm right there with you when I say that today's feel-good story is tomorrow's competition. And finally, the me, me, me portion of the news. Be sure to join me at GPX Portland, July 19th and 20th in Portland, Oregon. The show features a variety of programs designed to educate and inform those involved in the decorative apparel market. Some of the classes being held include using software to grow your business, the easiest way to print apparel, and perfect print placement. Renowned apparel decorator Lon Winters of Graphic Elephants will teach his own class, tips and techniques for high-impact profitable screen printing, as well as host an apparel decorator panel. Panelists for the show include Dallas Lowry of Opaque Screen Printing, Screen Printing Master Mark Gervais, Alyssa Serrano and Rodney Kuda of Don't Lose Hope Screen Print, Amy Baker of Threadbare Print House, and Jamie McParland of Ink Brigade. All of these programs are free when you register for GPX Portland. Guys, thanks again for letting me send this one in. However, I have to admit that when you said send news, I totally misinterpreted that. So if you could go ahead and delete those other images, I would appreciate it.
<laughs> oh man, Matt. I was waiting. I, th- I thought, well, where's the joke, man? You always have a joke. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just makes me laugh. I I, I love listening to Matt, and uh, he's got my sense of humor too. I, a similar style of humor where it's just a little bit dry, and you're not really right. sure whether you should laugh or not. I, I think that's what most people feel when they listen to me half the time too. So uh, I get it. <laughs> well, I want to go to Lon Winter's seminar, man. He's uh, he's the man when it comes to specialty uh, screen printing that sort of thing so and yeah. obviously a, a great friend of the show so yep yep definitely sounds like a a great show and and thanks for all that news and and make sure that you uh, go check all that out and uh, thank you graphics pro for uh, for your support and uh, i guess terry the other thing i want to just say is just really want to thank all of our partners there you know you've got the apparelist you've got screen printing magazine we've got matt here with graphics pro um the fact that they're willing to participate and you know it's it's not easy as matt you know kind of it didn't work out but you know he still took the time to to record one for us too so uh, we appreciate that very much and, and all the work that they do to enhance this program terry so very good. And, and you know, hey, Matt, you could have just pretended you were live, man. <laughs> Nobody would have known. <laughs> good point. We, we've had that before. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can do a whole show that way sometime. Just pretend. <laughs> no, Eric is shaking his head. It's not going to happen. No, All right. Not going to do that. Uh, okay. Uh, that, that is off the table. Okay. Well, um, well so- I'm sure that uh, Eric was probably thinking I was going to say something like Atlantis Headwear. I thought that was just a fable. It's real. It's a real place. <laughs> it, it is. It is a real place. All right. Well, speaking of uh, bad jokes or d- dad jokes, sorry, I get, I get those mixed up sometimes. Um, Terry, I think you've got one for us here. And I, I know, you know, just apologizing in advance that this is the way that it goes, but this is part of the entertainment value. We're going to get the nuggets here from Lauren in a second. But dad joke, Terry, with that. Uh, you know, kind of introduction. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Here we go. <clears throat> Aaron, uh, I'm opening a chain of Elvis themed steakhouses. Hmm, really? Tell me more. I am. It's for people who love meat tender. <laughs> also people who love meat true. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, there's some good head shaking going on in the background, Terry. So uh, that was a softball, man. Have at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. This, is, this will be the fun part. Um, hey, all Terry, right. before you get to this next part, though, let's just say good morning to a couple more folks that are checked sure. in. Just want to say, say hello here. Um, so uh, we've got uh, Alan saying hello, guys. We've got Lisa checking in from Oklahoma. Mary uh, from Paw Prince and Keepsakes. Uh, Ramona, happy Friday to you. Charles, happy Friday. And uh, Betty, good morning. I got to meet Betty alongside uh, Rena and Lauren. So uh, part of the crew. Um, and then we've got uh, Hot Mesh Mom. Beautiful Mesh, what's this about? Question mark. So you'll, you'll find out soon enough. <laughs> we'll get to it here shortly. And then uh, we've got uh, Henrietta joining in from uh, San Antonio, Texas. And uh, Jerry says, looking forward to learning today. So, uh, Todd, I see you getting ready there. But, Terry, I'll, I'll get out of the way here so I can giggle in the background. All right. We want to thank everybody for jo- uh, checking out the Two Regular Guys podcast. We are looking for new voices. We would love to have the regulators participate in our show intros. You've, uh, you guys have been hearing these intros for years. Uh, <clears throat> lots of different folks from the industry. Uh, if you'd like to participate, go to decorators.inc forward slash intro and just read a few sentences to be a part of every show and we've gotten a few already but uh, don't be left out and don't make me call out your names again out there (laughs) we're (laughs) always looking for new guests if you or anyone you know would like to join us go to calendly.com forward slash two the number two regular guys with your show ideas if you are listening to the podcast version of the show, we would appreciate you sharing the Two Regular Guys podcast with all of your industry friends so they can become regulators too. And we would appreciate you giving us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon Podcast, wherever you do your podcast listening, we are there. And if you're watching us live right now, please join in with your comments and your questions. Yes, indeed. Um, all right. So... Todd says uh, he's all shook up over uh, that one. Um, (laughs) Like I said, Todd, it was a softball, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, there you go. Thank you, Eric. Um, Okay. So thank you uh, very much, everybody. Let's uh, hear a quick word uh, about a 
program that I'm working on over at our success group. And then we will get Lauren in here and, and get into what we're here to talk about today. So Eric, uh, when you're ready. Attention all Facebook group admins. Hey, are you looking for a way to help your community of business owners achieve greater success? I invite you to partner with me to offer a mastermind program to your group. Allow our success group to handle the back end and structure while you focus on building and engaging with your community. You will help your members reach their full potential. I'm going to give you all the training, tools, and support needed to host bi-weekly calls and support your community in their journey towards success. Visit mosmasterminds.com to learn more. And the best part, you can earn up to $1,000 per quarter per group with no cost to you. Again, visit mosmasterminds.com to learn more and to schedule a call to get started today. All right. Yeah. Looking to, to grow some mastermind programs. So if anybody wants to, uh, to talk to me about it, I'd love to love to do more. So, um, Terry, we did have one more, uh, follow up to your dad joke there. So, uh, Darren says, uh, hunk a hunk a burning cow. <laughs> uh eric is gonna i think eric's gonna quit today this could be the day all right uh, well before i get myself in any more trouble here let's get lauren in here to, to settle this out uh so we are ready to bring lauren in eric whenever you are ready we want to welcome in lauren hello, hello 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 thank you so much for being here hi guys hello hey so Lauren, we uh, we've kind of gotten away from reading bios over the years. Here, we we kind of found it better to kind of learn about our guests just directly from them. Uh, sure. It's it's way better than some uh, curated bios. So, tell us a little bit about you. Tell us a little bit about Handmade Sellers University. Give give our regulators kind of the Lauren one hundred and one. Okay. <laughs> so I'm Lauren, and yeah, so I um, am an accountant turned wreath maker, turned Etsy expert. So it's not exactly a Clear normal path. path, but that's where, so I started as an accountant. I was an accountant for 20 years. And as I was doing that, I created a side hustle making wreaths. And then as I was doing that, I was selling them online and I sort of became, you know, real familiar with how to do it and was having success doing it. So then I started also mm -hmm. teaching how to sell online, uh, specifically Etsy. Um, so yeah, so that's my path. My my background is business, and I feel like I right brain, left brain had a little bit of you know. I think I need help on the creative side. I don't need as much help on the business side. And my friends in the creative industry are the opposite. So I feel like it's a good match to yeah. help people out and to be able to sell more. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get some of that uh, that those nuggets out of you here today. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it, Lauren. Thank you for being this here. This is one of those businesses that uh, it says what it is. Handmade Sellers University. It's uh, <laughs> it's like my uh, favorite sports bar here in Phoenix, cold beers and cheeseburgers. That's the name that of it. Guess <laughs> <laughs> what we have. <laughs> love it, love it. Well, Lauren, um, so so share with us some, some insights into the importance of of uh, getting out there and establishing a strong online presence. And, you know, it's a, it's a digital world. So mm -hmm. how can small business get out there and, and establish themselves uh, online? I know for myself, I never had success selling locally or at craft shows or, um, you know, just anywhere in my local area through, you know, just, you know, Facebook or, you know, anything. So for me, I thought that in just also being, you know, kind of introverted and not really wanting to go out and talk to a whole bunch of people to try and I'm not really salesy. So it was it was just made sense for me to put everything onto a platform and be able people be able to check out there, people you know be able to see everything that I have. And so yeah, I think that um it obviously everything's going online, but you know, it's 
it, and it doesn't have to be instead of, you know, if you're real good at selling at craft shows and you like it and whatever and selling in person, then that's fine. It doesn't, you know, selling online doesn't have to be instead of and definitely be in addition to whatever it is you're already doing. Just another way to expand your audience, reach people you never would reach if you just went to, you know, your local craft show. So people all around the country, all around the world, if you really want to. So no matter what it is you sell, pretty much you can sell it online. I mean, anything from small things. Things. I've seen people sell furniture, you know, on Etsy. So it, wow. it, it can really, you know, run the gamut of all kinds of things. Yeah. And, and I think that's a really good point too. It doesn't have to be either or, right? Um, but, but leaning into what is best for you, you've got this ability in today's digital landscape to do that with, with a little bit of training and, and support from somebody like Lauren. So, um, yeah. Good. Yeah, I think sometimes people kind of assume that it has to be like instead of and that, you know, well, I'm doing fine already. Well, great, but you could do more if you wanted to. I mean, if you don't, then fine. If you want to keep it small, that's fine. But you could also make it bigger if you wanted yeah. to and yeah. reach so many more people. So nice. Nice. All right. Well, we've got uh, Christine checking in. Uh, looks like off of one of your channels there. She says uh, Lauren's <laughs> the best. So we'll, Yay, we'll uh, all right. Good. And then Sheena and uh Luann are, are checking in as well. Cool. Hey, well, <laughs> good, good, good. Okay. Well, I, okay. I want let, let's talk a little bit more about Etsy here. I, I met you um, in person when you were teaching people about Etsy at an event. And um, so, uh, you know, let's get right into the nuts and bolts here. Talk to us a little bit about how optimizing product listings um, that way you can attract more customers and, and increase your sales. What, what does that mean? Optimizing product listings. It really means making it so that people can find them. So making it so that your stuff gets seen. You can have the most beautiful product, the best product, best pricing, best customer service, best everything. But if nobody can find it, then you're not going to sell anything. So it's, you know, optimizing wherever you sell uh, is you have to be using keywords that buyers are searching for. So, I mean, that's the key to Etsy is, is thinking like a buyer, thinking how they would search for something on Google or on any kind of platform so that you are able to match and the platforms can match you up with whoever is searching. So um, not just titling things as a work of art or as, you know, not just describing what it is or whatever, but really digging into it sort of sometimes feels like another language when you speak keywords and SEO. And it, it feels like you kind of have to speak like a computer, but it is a computer. You have to understand like you're, you're, you have a middleman there between you and the customer and that's that computer and that's AI. And you have to break through that somehow. And to do that, you have to use words and you have to use keywords and you have to be able to optimize your listings so that people can find them. So, yeah. And I think, you know, based on what, what I learned from you at that event too, a lot of that is when you talk about optimization, it, it is that kind of translation because you have to, like you said, break through the computer, but at the same time, if I show up and I just go, oh, that's just, uh, I, I, that doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't inspire me. It doesn't make me excited to buy that product. Then you've only won half the battle and you're not going to get right. the sales, right? So is, yeah. is that kind of what optimization is all about? Yeah, I mean, there's also, mind? so yeah, there's definitely, you know, the what I say on Etsy is that everything you do is either for the computer or for the customer. And so, you know, the keywords and the computers, that'll get the people to your listing, but the the photographs that you take and the way that you describe the product, all those things are really for the customer to understand and to, um, you know, to be able to sell it to the customer and so that they can, you know, realize it in their own lives and realize what they can do with it and how they can use it and why they really need it. So yeah. you do have to aim your marketing at both. You, you have to satisfy the computer, but you also have to be able to satisfy the customer so that they want to buy it. Yeah. So the, those keywords are like, okay, go this way, go this way. <laughs> but once you get now, there, you got to like, have something for them to see. Right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cause if your, if your pictures suck, I mean, yeah. And if they don't have enough information about the product to know um, what this thing is or what they even going to do with it, why do they need it? Then they're not going to buy. So yeah, they might get there, but then they see, or they see these pictures and they're super unprofessional. And I mean, I've seen pictures, product pictures where people have dirty dishes in the background and, um, you know, 
people standing there and you know trash and and i'm thinking who in the world would want to buy something when it looks so unprofessional uh so i mean it, it really isn't hard to make a good photo just don't put anything in the background but um yeah so that th reminds that me of off fast yeah that reminds me of something i saw a while back and it was a some some guy had put a picture up and i wasn't sure it was etsy it could have been etsy but uh he they there was some reflection uh oh. back and it showed him oh. and he just happened to forget to put on pants that day it, it was <laughs> <laughs> i've never experienced but i do talk about that because uh as a wreath maker a lot of us take pictures on a door and i and so a lot of people take picture on a glass door now i have never seen that <laughs> i usually Usually, just the image of yourself and everything is enough to just sort of be distracting. But yeah, yeah. no pants. That was, that's a new one. It, it, yeah, that was that yeah. was pretty wild. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I actually uh, over the last couple of months, two different kind of large companies here in our industry were doing uh, live demonstrations uh, on uh, YouTube and um, well, filmed live and. And I, I looked at it and I thought, really? You, you couldn't clean up a little bit? You couldn't, that, that trash that's on the floor, you don't, don't think you should have probably picked that up and yeah. <laughs> because that's that's a reflection of your company, man. And right. so, well, yeah. I was perfectly fine. They're competitors. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even if your product is great, if you, you just don't show it in a great light, not, you know, well, lighting is good too. But yeah, if you don't show it in the best possible way. Right, yeah. exactly, exactly. So, and, and I'm guessing also that, that uh, you do a little testing with keywords too. I would think that, you know, let's see, let's see how these words work. And because uh, here, here's my feeling: a lot of folks, uh, when they're doing this, they try to think of some words and they throw, they put them up there uh, on their computer screen, and then they just move on to do something else and never go back and and take a look at those words. Oh yeah, and I mean, I I was showing some people in my one of my private groups the other day, um, you know, kind of we were talking about how to clean up your shop in the off season and stuff. And I was showing them, yeah, we I went back to some of my listings that have the lowest amount of views and I started with those and and how I would opt how I would refresh those, how I would look at those, look at what people are are searching for, what they're not searching for and how I would, you know, uh, revamp those. But yeah, and I, I I think a lot of people and Etsy has a ton of people, you know, a ton of sellers and people think it's so saturated. But honestly, the majority of people do that. They go on Etsy and they put up a couple listings. They treat it like it's a Craigslist or something and then they move on and then they don't ever come back to it. And they don't ever look into optimizing and figuring out how it works and whatever. So um, that's the majority, uh, sadly, that's the majority of Etsy sellers. So it's honestly not that hard to break through the competition once you know how it works and you, and you, you know, learn how it works and you work it, then you can, you're, you're in a totally different league than those people that aren't paying attention at all. So yeah, yeah I can see that, you know, at that point. Yeah. Yeah, Etsy's crappy. Nobody buys on Etsy. There's too many people there. It's the economy. That's right. why. That's yeah, why nobody's an buying my stuff. There's excuse for all of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. you. It's not me. It's yeah. not me. <laughs> yeah. There's always a million. Yeah. Don't go into Facebook groups because they just complain <laughs> about all of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. Well, and I guess talking about. Um, that right too. Yeah. It, I appreciate that you shared that, right? Because that is a, a feeling that people get is, you know, Etsy is oversaturated, but the reality is everything has that potential. I mean, you know, there, there's new competitors. It, it, the, the local complaint is, you know, everybody's got a cricket now or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Like, no, in, in our industry, you know, that's kind of, the, but it's like, Terry always says this, he says there's, and, and I'll get it wrong. So correct me, Terry, but uh, you know, they're, they're, a whole bunch of screen printers, just not that many good screen printers, basically. Is this guy yeah, kind of the yeah, same? Exactly. And, and, it's, and I think and it's that, the same throughout our industry and every industry. Lots mm -hmm. and lots of people in it, not very many people who are good at it. And and it's just like you're saying, Lauren, you know, you, you have to go back and and why didn't I get a, a good um uh, review of this product and 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 studying that? And that's that's where people fail. They just mm -hmm. they they never go back and try to figure that out. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I think a lot of it is, you know, they're not good at it because they don't put in the work to be good at it. Right. I mean, you, you can, like Lauren said, you can go into the Facebook groups and just complain, 
or you can, you know, do the work to mm -hmm. like, say, study that you can do the, you know, you can reach out to somebody like Lauren, who's done the work and, and figure that out. You can surround yourself and, and, and build up to that. And so, yeah, you can tackle anything. It's just, you got to put the work in to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of people treat it like it's a side hustle, which for most people, that's what it is, yeah. but you do have to put in a lot of work for it. I mean, you can't, if you treat it like a business, it treats you like a business. If you treat it like, you know, it's important and it, it will reward you that way. But yeah. if you treat it like it's a, you know, just your little hobby, then that's, that's how it's going to turn yeah, out. You're going to have that. But, you know, you, but yes, you can make it whatever you want to mm -hmm. make it. It just, you know, there's that you've got to put in the work to get there. And and so, yeah, um, yeah I, I think to me, it's always everybody's just looking for the the magic bullet. Lauren, tell yeah. me the one thing that's going to fix my Etsy yeah. problem. Right. <laughs> viral and sell everything out. Yeah. 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 With, with no effort on my part, please. If yeah. You yeah. <laughs> I knew that, then I would do that. Yeah. yeah I was say, if she had that, she wouldn't be here talking to us. She'd yeah. be a Brazilianaire <laughs> living on her island right now. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, so let's, let's talk a little bit more about that. Let's talk about strategies for leveraging social media you know, ways that we can drive traffic uh, to to uh, our online stores or to create sales? So Etsy, the great thing about Etsy is that it does have a built-in audience. And you, if you really don't want to do any social media, you shouldn't, you know, you don't have to have to. But it, and there are some, you know, Etsy experts that are, you know, very anti-social media and they don't, you know, think that you should have to do it. But for me, about half my traffic comes from outside sources like social media and you know, direct links from my website and stuff like that. So why wouldn't I want, you know, twice as much traffic and, you know, uh, hopefully, you know, twice as many sales. Um, so for me, I use all the social media platforms I can. I mean, you don't have to use all of them. I'm just, you know, uh, social media. This is what I do. And this is what, you know, is fun for me. Um but finding at least one or two platforms where you can, you know, push and talk about your product is, is huge. And, you know, Pinterest sends a ton of, of uh, traffic to Etsy. Um, there are people on TikTok now having tons and tons of success of, um, you know, small businesses getting all kinds of orders because you can really show how you're making your product. You can show more of your personality. You can show more of that behind the scenes. And pe people really like that. People don't really want to buy from businesses. You know, they want to buy from people. They want to have that personal connection. Yeah. And when you have an online store, you don't get the chance to walk into somebody's boutique and say hi and get to know the owner. You know, you have to create that, um, you know, personal personalized service somehow. And I feel like social media is a great way to do that um, and put a face behind your brand and really, you know, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I just feel like that's, uh, you know, creates that connection a lot better than anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and like I said, it's, a, the, you don't have to, but you know, if you can drive more, right. And it becomes that, that bouncing act. Cause the, the, to me, that kind of answers a little bit or talks to uh, the question that Jerry had earlier. One of the regulators there, she says, uh, how can you advise on Etsy transfer over to those of us who have a website and are not on Etsy yet? Mm. So, but to talk to that the way you want to answer that. And then I've got a couple of thoughts too. <laughs> well, does she mean like um, how to start an Etsy in addition to her website? Well, and I think that's, that's just, I think that might be the question and Jerry, you can correct us if, if we're wrong here, but I, I'm thinking that it's like, should I transfer over to Etsy? No, I think, I mean, website? I would have, you know, just like a duplicate or maybe you only sell, maybe if you only want to sell certain products in one place, I personally have, I do have a website as well. Um, and it's just mirrored basically of my Etsy shop. You know, it's a backup. It's a, it's another source. Again, it's another source of, of traffic and, um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's just it, that's the great thing also about Etsy is that it's a low barrier to entry. Um, you don't need anything but 20 cents to open a shop because that's how much it costs to list something. And then you don't pay any fees until you sell. The disadvantage with a website is, you know, you probably have a website setup costs. You have monthly fees on websites. Um, and then and then you also have fees when you sell. So 
when in the, in the beginning, when you're first getting going, I don't usually advise that people start with a website because of that. There's a lot more upfront costs, but I don't think that it's a bad idea to have your own website at some yeah. point. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think like you said there, you know, kind of as a backup, you know, the one mm -hmm. uh, to me, the one thing I've seen people challenged with, with Etsy is it's their platform. When they yes. want to change the rules, they're going to change yep. the rules, right? And and you can't complain about that. You can't do anything about it. You can it's their playground. Sure yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yep. So when you have your own website, that's your playground, and you get to right. make the rules. But you know, again. But the good thing about Etsy is it's kind of like your own website on training wheels, and so you can get started with yeah. listing products online, learning about SEO, learning how to take good pictures, learning how to drive traffic while you have that that cushion of a customer base you already have the website built for you you don't have to do all that other stuff you you learn you learn the the marketing you learn the advertising you learn you know all that stuff while etsy you know hosts your products and then you know if you ever want to get off of it or you want to have a, a, another shop you know in addition on a website then you've already learned all those tools yeah and you can transfer those over it's a lot easier than at that point to to get going with your own website yeah yeah and i and i think you just really answered in my mind you just answered jerry's next question there which says i'm staying online only for now not going to etsy for now so how can i take your advice and use it with my existing website i mean like you said you're learning these things you're optimizing for Etsy is the same as optimizing for your website in, in a, you know, obviously little tweaks to that, but right. um, yeah. So does that, can, does that seem, seem like I'm heading in the right direction there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, it, it, there's just a, just small differences, you know, I think between, but uh, yeah, for the most part, I'm using the same techniques on both. Yeah. 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 So like you said, once you kind of learn it and understand it. Now you can take these, like I said, same techniques and, and, uh, you know, sell on your own website. So, mm -hmm. you know, I know people that are starting TikTok shops now or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. So, uh, yeah, I don't think that you're going to go, Oh, well, I just know about Etsy. So, you know, you obviously have uh, that ability to, you know, take that where you need that information. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So we talked a little bit about social media. Um, you know, as somebody that helps businesses, right? I, I know you're, you and I have had conversations, and I know you're really big into making sure that the people also have the confidence to be successful. And so, you know, we talked a little bit about, you know, Etsy's got too many people on it, or there's competition, or the you know, Terry mentioned the economy earlier. We've got all these excuses, right? We've got all these things that we can point to and say, it's not me, it's out there. But how, how do you kind of help people navigate? those challenges of, of competition in the online marketplace? I, you know, sometimes even I feel like, you know, there's, there's competition and there's, you know, so many people doing the same thing. And then I'm hit with like the other day I was, I was watching like a TikTok or something and it was some creator I had never come across before. And every once in a while I, I, you know, I go flip to their profile and this person had millions of followers, millions. And I'd never once seen them before. Hmm. So, you know, when, when you think like there's somebody out there with millions and millions of followers and I still don't know who they are, you know, there's no way one person can reach everybody. Yeah. And so, you know, there's yes there might feel like there's competition but there is no way there's ever going to be um one person or one company or whatever that can be able to reach everyone number one and number two that you know people are going to like their style yeah um so you know maybe they don't like the way they create something and they want yeah. you know so there's so many different you know designs and people and personalities and there's billions of doors, you know, there might be millions of wreath makers, but there's billions of doors in the world. So, you know, I don't, I don't think it, it might feel like it's, you know, there's competition, but there, everybody wants something different and you just have to put out what you have and, and put your, your, your face behind it and your personality. And, you know, if people want it, they want it. If they don't, they don't. I mean, that's kind of how I have to, yeah, have to realize it. Like if they yeah, don't you, want it, then they're just fine. They want somebody yeah, else. You just have to. Fine. What you're talking about is, is here's how to get in front of those people. So yeah. yeah, yeah, and and yeah, I think you know what you're saying. At least from what I'm hearing is 
yeah, it like get in front of those people. Like you said, there's people that have millions of followers that we've never heard of. And, but even if they get in front of those millions of people, how many people are actually going to then, you know, go, yep, that's, that's my person. I, mm-hmm. you know, I think about for me, when I became a success principles trainer, um, you know, I followed Jack Canfield. I found him through this movie called the secret. And there was probably 20 people on there that, you know, really kind of, to me felt like they had it figured out. And for whatever reason, I was connected with Jack. Right. And, and so it's the same thing with our, our products, right? I can go to Etsy and I can look up all the Reese or I can look up all the sublimation products, whatever it is that I'm looking for. And it's not really who's is better or what the price yeah. is necessarily. It's like, I connect with that. That inspired yeah. me to take my wallet out and say, here, here's my money. I want that thing. <laughs> yeah. So. And everybody does things different. Everyone has their own handwriting, you know, as far as how they design a product. And, you know, some people like different styles. They like briefs with not a lot of stuff. Some people like briefs with a lot of stuff. Some people, you know, some people like this material, some people like that material. Like, so there's just, there's just so much out there. Yeah. Um, that, cool. Yeah. It's hard. It, it might seem scary, but there's a lot out there. <laughs> plenty plenty of pie to go around yes. speaking of wreaths um hallmark is having christmas and july movies all this month i'm, oh, I'm, I'm kind of a hallmark movie nerd and, <laughs> and yes i know exactly what's going to happen but <laughs> it's, it's like a drug for me i, just, I can't turn away <laughs> I, i'm sure lauren could uh, direct you to a wreath that could fill that i know that's what i'm I think that's the only lifetime or, or Hallmark movie that I've seen. There was one about a wreath maker. Oh. <laughs> I, mean, I've seen, I don't, I don't know why I've never watched them, but there was one with it. There was a wreath maker and it, she was so bad, but you know, it was, <laughs> I had to watch it. Well, well, okay. Speaking of, she was so bad. Talk to us about some mistakes that you see small businesses make out there. I mean, I'm sure that there's things that you see repeated over and over and over again. And, and add to that, how can we avoid these mistakes? I think there's two, I mean, I can think of like two main things. I mean, the first thing would be one, not optimizing the listings. And and like we talked about, not, you know, learning, not paying attention, not, you know, um, using those right keywords and stuff. But the other thing it, that I think sort of um, people sort of forget about is, staying on trend and not necessarily making what you want to make, but making what is going to sell and, or what is selling. And cause I think that <clears throat> some of my best products or my best sellers have come from um, like suggestions that customers had for me or inquiries that they had or things that they wanted me to make that I probably never would have made on my own. But once I did, they became some of my best sellers. So, um, you know, then there's ones that I make and I think, I think are great, but you know, they don't sell. So, um, staying on top of, you know, trends and what's working now, what's selling now, um, you know, that's really important to sort of keep your ear to the ground of, of what's happening, um, so that you can, uh, yeah, stay ahead of it or at least stay with it somewhat. I mean, you don't want to be too trendy, you know, cause then that can blow qu- through pretty quickly, but you do have to morph with the changing times and, and, you know, what people are making and how they're creating and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and I love that you said, you know, kind of keep your ear to the ground. People always ask me that kind of question too. Like, well, how do I know what's on trend? How do I, if I, I'm like, mm, ask. You know, <laughs> listen to your customers. They're telling you stuff all the time. That's the biggest. Listen. Yeah, that's been the my biggest thing. I mean, yes, you can watch trends on and what stores are doing. And Etsy puts out a trend report and Pinterest puts out a trend report. A lot of these social medias put out trend reports. And, and you know, you could look in magazines and you can look what's selling in stores and whatever. But yeah, like I said, the biggest thing is listening to what my customers, realizing what has sold really fast. Um making more of those things or, or going down that line of, okay, well, this kind of thing. So how can I make more products kind of like this? Maybe not exactly like this, but create a product line around this because this sold really well. 
maybe I just use that same recipe or that same color pattern or, or whatever it is in something else. Um, so listening to, you know, paying attention to how fast things sell, what things that I post on online get the most reactions, the most favorites, the most likes, the most comments, like, and really, you know, leaning into to that. And, you know, what are people asking me about? If you do craft shows, what are people asking you about when they walked up to your booth? What are they messaging you about on Facebook? You know, do you have this? Do you have that? Have you ever made one of these? Um, and like I said, yeah, my um, baseball wreaths are super popular. I don't like baseball. Um, <laughs> I see this and nobody will shoot me. Um, I'm just not a fan of baseball. And so I never probably would have made one. Like I'm not, I'm just not, like I've never was in that. I'm not a baseball yeah. mom. I'm not in that culture. But um, People love them. It's it's one of the you know the biggest sellers in my shop. So I probably would never would have made one un unless I you know somebody asked me to or yeah, I can't remember how it even started. But yeah, um, yeah. Now it's they sell all the time, and I I mean I don't get it, but yeah. there's some people out there that love baseball. Sure. But uh, you I know, don't I love baseball, but I love people who love baseball. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Especially ones that buy my wreaths. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> no, that's a, and I, I think this is really kind of when you start looking at kind of selling anywhere, but it, it does come down to we got to be proud of what we're doing enough so that we, we get out there and we share what it is that we're doing and then we listen to those responses, right? Mm -hmm. I, I've seen this a lot or in. I'll talk to people, you know, go out into my community, uh, you know, at my men's group, for example, and they asked me what I did and, and I shared what I do, but all they heard was, Oh, you make t-shirts or you do that. And it's like, can you do this? I'm like, no, I don't, but you know, okay, that's interesting. That's a trend. That's what people are looking for. We, mm -hmm. we want this thing. And, and so I think it's not necessarily a, like I said, you, you answered the question really well, like here's some things that you can do. But I also think that a, a big part of it is just really kind of being willing to put yourself out there enough to share it enough to then listen for those trends too. So yeah, 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 yeah. Because Jerry, I, I after we were kind of starting to answer this, and then I saw Jerry's question. There's suggestions on watching trends, so I think uh, yeah. I think Lauren hit that pretty well. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got another question here from from one of the regulars from a little bit earlier. So I'm kind of changing lanes without signaling so that's okay that people know that that's what i do um so ramona says i'm not a wordsmith in quotes uh, i can put a basic sentence together but to be excited descriptive is not in my wheelhouse could that be automated ai could that be helpful yes definitely i mean i'm not a words i'm a math person listen i was an accountant i don't do words i struggle <laughs> um so yeah i i feel you i i have a really hard time writing descriptions and i normally sort of skip over that part because i i don't know what to say either but i have you know started using chat gpt um, for that kind of thing. I don't think chat GPT isn't great for keyword research and SEO and that kind of stuff. Cause it's, it's a little bit behind, you know, and yeah. it doesn't really, it doesn't do great with that, but it does do great at product descriptions. Um, sometimes they can sound a little hokey and maybe a little bit corny, but, but you can edit them. Um, and they, yeah, they give great product descriptions and, and ways on, you know, how to sort of sell this to somebody and like, why yeah. do they need it? And, and how can you talk about it? So it's like exciting and fun. And, you know, for me, I know I get it. Cause I'm like, just buy the darn thing, you know, like this, <laughs> here's the thing here, just buy the thing. Why do I need to sell you the thing? Just buy the thing. Yeah. But some people really like need that. So yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do think AI does a good job at that kind of thing, but always go back in there and edit it. So it, it sounds more like you and it doesn't sound so computery and corny. Um, yes. And it sounds more like your voice. So just change out some of the words, but you can get a good start that way. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, I love that you shared that because it's so funny if, you know, chat GPT really kind of, at least in my world showed up six, eight months ago, maybe at the beginning of the year uh, kind of thing. Um, and it's, you go back and look at, I, I can go back and look at emails that I got from people, you know, kind of marketing emails that I got from people uh -huh. last year. And then I get a marketing email from that same person now. And I'm like, they're just it copying and pasting. Right. It doesn't sound anything like <laughs> uh -huh. them. So I know they're just copying and pasting, but 
the reality is it, it, it's a tool. It's a time saver. We actually did a couple months ago in our success group, uh, a full training on how we do that, right? We have mm -hmm. to keep the human element in there, but it, it definitely is going to get you a great start mm -hmm. and, and then go on from there. I, I did a, um, started a marketing plan for a project I'm working on yesterday and the couple parts and pieces would have taken me half day, maybe a day of research and doing other things. And I used chat GPT and was able to kind of get similar information done in, in about an hour. So, mm -hmm. you know, but it wasn't just a copy and paste, right. I still right. have to feed it myself. Did, yeah. but, uh, well, and, and if you use it as a tool, you know, Aaron, just the way um, when you and I did the, uh, the DTG DTF uh, class for printing United Alliance, yeah. uh, you went back and they wanted review questions at the end and you went back and had, uh, you know, uh, AI do the, do your review questions while I sat here for about two hours trying to think of questions. <laughs> I'm like, let me get that done. Oh, here you go, Terry. He's like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's As a writer, fun. I feel like I have to do my own questions, but I get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So um, Rena says, buy it. It will bring you joy. There you go. Just buy it. It will bring you joy. There you go. You should what, what am I buying? Don't worry about it. Every description, every description should be that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm like, what am I buying? Don't worry yeah. about it. It'll bring you joy. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, okay. So we've talked a little bit about uh, lots of different things. And I know you gave us kind of the, your, your 101, but, but I want to know a little bit more about Handmade Sellers University for our regulars. I know we've got some of your folks tuned in and they're, they're familiar, but um you know, what's the latest? What 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 uh, what what are you up to over there? What uh, what can people find out, and where can they go find more details? So on my website, laurenkilgore.com, um, is a lot of the um, it has all my services, my courses, and things like that. Um, if you want to sign up for my email list, it just download the worksheet that's on the front page. Because coming up, I will have in a few weeks um, a free training on how to create your next bestseller which was real popular last year. And I go through exactly how I create, you know, a bestseller in my Etsy shop, what makes a good bestseller. Um, and that's, that's, it doesn't have to be for Etsy if you want to, you know, any kind of product. Yeah, um, and again, yeah. it's not just for wreath makers. It's for, you know, anybody who's selling something online. Yeah. Um, how to make your bet, you know, create your bestseller. What, what makes a good one? You know, how to, how to design that, what kind of products you need, things like that. Um, and then after that, we um, I'll be launching my course, which is um, Handmade Sellers Tool One, and it's the it's my course all about social media. So um, again, you, you know, it does focus on Etsy. So we talk about Etsy, but you know, it does go through Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest and TikTok and um, you know, advertising and how to do all those things to get traffic to your Etsy shop. So it's a full blown you know, marketing social media course on uh, getting traffic. So that's what's coming up in the next month, month or two. Awesome. The yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Lauren, we, we like to leave our listeners with one last golden nugget. And you've already talked about this a little bit, but look into your crystal ball and, and what kind of trends or changes do you expect to see in, in online selling in the, in the near or far future? <laughs> I feel like we will see more platforms maybe open up. Um, you know, there's, there are other people kind of coming up in the, um, you know, up in the ranks. And I feel like we'll see other opportunities. I feel like we'll see Etsy change. It, you know, it always, it's, I've been on there since 2014. So it's changed many times. I feel like, you know, I'm not exactly sure what they'll do, but um I just feel like we'll see a lot more players in the game. Um, you know, I love Etsy. Uh, I don't work for them, you know, so, but I still think, you know, I, I use it. I think it's effective for me, but I'm always willing to try, you know, whatever's coming up. I'm just, you know, like selling online in general. So, and I just think that Etsy is the best right now. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to see kind of what comes up, um, how, yeah, those other, those other platforms in the, you know, in the industry are kind of, yeah. I, don't, I don't think there's anybody right now that can touch Etsy. Um, they just don't have the market. They don't have the audience. They don't have the people, but you know, that might, that, I think that'll change one day. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause um, I'm, I'm thinking like I, I mentioned TikTok shops earlier. 
Um, you yeah. know, I've heard a lot of people talking about that lately, but mm -hmm. you know what? Facebook came out and had their shops and it didn't really seem to work out either. And Etsy yeah. stayed, stayed, uh, pretty, pretty strong throughout that. So, um, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I think just keeping your ear, like it said, keep your ear to trends, but also keeping your ear to like see what's happening in the business world and the yeah, yeah. in the marketing world yeah. and 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 staying on top of of how these platforms work and where's the best place to sell and and yeah, and just just keep you have to keep morphing with it, especially you know through the pandemic, we all kind of realize that we need to start selling online and you know because we can't sell in person for you know for a couple of years and yeah. yeah just sort of morphing with whatever's happening yeah reinventing yeah, yeah. And, I, and i love that too because you've I'm talked sorry. a lot throughout this about that's it um <laughs> about changes and things you know and, and keeping up and and that kind of thing and I think as humans, our natural instinct is to resist change. Uh, I don't mm -hmm. want to change. If it's not broke, don't don't fix it kind of idea. But the reality is change is going to happen whether you're on board or not. And so as a business owner, you have to embrace that and you have to be around people like Lauren who are willing to let, let's let's look right. You've just shared how uh, much you enjoy Etsy and how it's worked for you. But you've also said, hey, I'm I'm open to other things and I'm not going to forsake all else just because I love Etsy. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so let's see here. Betty just shared, uh, well, Etsy advertises on TV, so you get more exposure there than anywhere else. So I love Etsy. Good job, Lauren. So, hey, Betty. <laughs> oh, hi, Betty. Heart. Um, <laughs> cool. All right. Well, Lauren, anything that we missed today? I don't think so. I think we've talked about it all. Yeah. Awesome. I get it. All right. Well, <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time. It's so good to see you again today and uh, yeah. looking forward to, to seeing all the cool things you got coming up. Thank you so much. Thanks, Lauren. Fantastic. Right. Yeah, yeah. So there are lots of customers out there. You just have to uh, get get your face in front of them. Yes. And do yep. it well. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And and I still, you know, have a big uh, belief myself, Terry, that it's we don't get our face in front of them because we're not confident in our our business yet. And, and like I said, I, I'm glad that uh, Lauren helped us with that question today. And, and because yes, it's getting in front of people. Um, and, but that's gonna, again, there's no magic bullet. I can't, <laughs> you could spend a lot of money on advertising maybe, but again, are you going to make the sales? Right. So you have to, it has to be a kind of a well-rounded approach. And, um, uh, so I love all that, that stuff that Lauren shared today, Terry, it was good stuff. Right, me as well. Me as well. Yep. It was awesome. Yep. Yep. Speaking of All other right. good stuff, a um, couple other things coming up and, and I, I uh, there's always gold nuggets. And so sometimes people don't stay to the end and you're missing out, but <laughs> um, I've got, excuse me, a couple things to share, Terry, if that's okay, if I can jump sure. in. All right. Well, um, <clears throat> Condi's got their open house upcoming here. It's a virtual event. Uh, it's got some great education that's going to be happening. And uh, there's a virtual event, which is july 20th and 21st and i don't know if this is uh the first time they're back i think it is but i i, I could be wrong on this they're actually going to also have their in-person open house which used to be a really big deal before the pandemic too and so that's happening on the 22nd so if you'll get over to uh, dietrans.com eric's got it in the links there but just go over to dietrans.com they're calling it the sublimation circus so uh you know, just look for the circus and you can check that out. Um, David uh, reached out and asked if I could share that. And I obviously want to do that. Um, I love, I love sublimation circus. That's awesome. That's that is a great name. Idea. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do enjoy that. Um, it's no sublimation summit, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all in the same realm, right? So, um, and then we talked a little bit about AI today. And so uh, that, that keeps uh, our guest last week. Uh, Dan Clement was with us and, uh, we're we're getting pretty darn excited about this upcoming event. Um, That's just, gonna be cool. I've had several conversations with Dane since our um, conversation with him last week on the show, and uh, man, he, Dane is such a great guy. And when he gets excited, and when you get to see him excited about something, it's just like you can't help it, man. I was like, ah, yes, let's do it right now, Dane. <laughs> and so he's getting super excited about about this class coming up here. It's called Boost Your Graphic Skill by Mastering AI. Um, this isn't our success group class, but because of everybody saying, hey, we want this, we need more information about this, we said, okay, we're going to open it up to the public. Um, we don't do this a whole lot because we do want people to be part of the membership program. But at the same time, hey, we get it, right?
right? You need, you need this bit. So jump in. If you'll go to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash graphics underscore AI, um, you can register right there and, and uh, join us for that class on July 19th at seven o'clock central time. Um, if you sign up for it, uh, you will have access to the recording. So if you can't make the live for whatever reason, you will have access to the recording through the end of the month. So really, really no excuse not to join us there, uh, <laughs> Derry. And so I'm looking forward to uh, to sharing that with Dane. And um, uh, I'm going to I'm going to skip down to uh, the Impressions Expo Fort Worth. Sorry about that, Eric, but, uh, <laughs> but appreciate the thumbs up there. Um, I've talked about uh, the, the other deal a bit. So let's just skip down to uh, we're all going to be there. Um, I'm going to be there the day before actually doing a workshop with uh, my friends from Corel Trainer and the Magic Touch and Creo. Uh, we're doing a full day workshop called the ABCs Design, Print and Market. And uh, we're going to kind of do a start to finish look at uh, creating custom apparel from that initial design with our friends at, at Corel Trainer. Um, I'm going to bring in how you make a business of this and some of the key points to to the business aspect of uh, creating uh, a, a custom apparel. And then our, our good friends over there at uh, Magic Touch and Creo are going to actually show you the nuts and bolts of making the products from custom apparel, from hard goods, from all the cool things that you can do. And uh, we're just going to walk you through each step and uh, probably have some uh, coffee and donuts and maybe some other fun stuff there happening too. So if you'll go over to osg.link forward slash ABCs, uh, that will be uh, where you can go and get more information and sign up for that Impressions Expo seminar happening there on September 13th. And that does happen to be my birthday, too. So, uh, you know, come celebrate my birthday with me. <laughs> All right. Well, optional, but, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can you know buy me a drink or something. No, no, just uh, just come and hang out. That, that would that'd be enough of a birthday present. Just come <laughs> hang out. I, I love it. All right. Well, that's that's good enough for me, Terry. What about you? What's uh, happening on Terry's Big Book of Travels? Yeah, my uh, complete screen printing business course uh, schedule is uh, I'll be at Atlas Screen Supply in Chicago way off in August 26th and 27th. I say way off because holy cow, it's July already. I was going to say, and, it's going to uh, be here faster than you know. I'll be at Workers <laughs> Products here in Phoenix on September 23rd and 24th. And as you said, uh, we will all be in Fort Worth. I'm going to be speaking about direct-to-garment and direct-to-film. And uh, I'll also be moderating a panel there as well. And uh, Impressions Expo Fort Worth is September 14th through 16th. And watch for all my upcoming events at terrycombs.com. Awesome. All right. Well, Eric has got uh, his program coming up today. It's episode 159 and it's called The Take Up. And uh, today it'll be a Q&A session talking about patch stability, packaging, and creative constraints. So uh, Eric's going to dip into the viewer questions and the discussion of materials used to keep patches stable and stiff and uh, how to get better registration, uh, how to package the products and a quick aside about creative constraints. So uh, always a fantastic program over there at the take up. Um, it's going to talk about how you can help make more and better work. So don't miss this opportunity to go over and learn from Eric, ericcampbell.com. And uh, you, once you go there, just click on the take up tab at the top and you can join him live at 2.30 Mountain Time uh, to be part of the program, ask questions. It is a Q&A format. So uh, get in there. Eric is always really good about, uh, you know, just talking to everybody and, and making sure everybody leaves with more value than uh, they expected, which is uh, what Eric's all about. It's what a, one of the things I love about Eric yep. is he cares about just taking care of people and, and making sure they've got what they need to be successful. Um, he's also has upcoming classes at impressions expo, uh, including a presentation about embroidery's value proposition and more. So, uh, go over to impressionsexpo.com to, to check that out and uh, see what Eric's got coming up over there. So, um, I think we've covered it, Terry. I think uh, we've uh, think come we to the close been. of another show here. We want to uh, just really thank Lauren Kilgore for joining us today. Make sure you go over to laurenkilgore.com and check that out. Download that uh, that form that she mentioned and get on her email list and and stay tuned. Uh, I'm, I'm on her email list, so I'm excited to see what she's got coming up here in the not-too-distant future. And uh, so, again, uh, thanks very much, Lauren, for your time today. 
Exciting stuff. And uh, we want to thank our show producer, Eric Campbell, for all he does, keeping these uh, the wheels on the bus going round and round and always being on call as a last minute co-host. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he, he he makes this thing continue to tick and we appreciate Eric very much. Um, Terry, next week, uh, you and I get to have a little conversation talking about a, uh, a topic that uh, I, I think... We enjoy talking about this because I think we understand it at, at what it is. It's a, so we're going to be talking about pricing, kind of what, what, what pricing is all about, how we can better price our products, how we can price our products for profit. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to have a whole pricing discussion. And, and it, we've done this a little bit before, but, you know, we always like to take new angles at this thing. So um, I'm excited for that, Terry. How about you? You absolutely, you know, Aaron, uh, our show name, Two Regular Guys, came from the very first seminar I ever did uh, at uh, Impressions Expo. Well, it was back then the ISS show where uh, Mark Bennett was doing pricing from the from the sales standpoint. And I was doing pricing from the production standpoint. And uh, and thus was born Two Regular Guys. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So I have to be Mark Bennett. So do I need to get come up with the uh you, do. you need to work on your mba this weekend you think i can get an mba in a week i don't know <laughs> probably okay all right <laughs> all right <laughs> until, until next week uh, i'm terry combs he's aaron montgomery and that was the two regular guys here we go we're out <laughs> awesome thank you for listening to two regular guys check out our website at tworegularguys.com that's the number two regularguys.com you can also interact with us over at our facebook page facebook.com slash tworegularguys or send us a tweet twitter.com slash tworegularguys and we have a youtube page you can find all that from our website tworegularguys.com thanks for tuning in and we look forward to spending some time with you again next week